Welcome to a new episode of the Analytics for You podcast. This is a space to talk about technology, digital solutions, and analytics in the healthcare field. My name is Mariel Montero. I am here with Ruben and Michael. How are you doing, guys? Hey, Mariel. How are you? I am a little bit under the weather, but soldiering through. So I want to make sure that we get these recordings in. I enjoy uh, talking to you know, our audience and, and more, uh, more than that, even more than that, I enjoy talking to you guys. So how about you, Michael? How are you doing? Uh, greetings. Um, it, it's great to be back and I'm happy to be here. Um, um, on, on the last podcast, I was not able to make it to be on the podcast, but I'm back. So I'm glad to be here. <laughs> yes. Today it's is good our... to have you back. Yes. Today is our episode Thank number you. 10. Yay! Yay! Double digits! <laughs> Ten. to the team that makes analytics for you possible. Yep, absolutely. Who who would have thought when we first started when we first started talking about this that uh, we would get to the tenth episode and I'm sure we'll get to the hundred and then to the thousand. So yeah, it's incredible. Wow! So as this is a special episode, I have a special question for you. What is Uh-oh. your favorite holiday? Oh wow, <laughs> Michael, you go ahead and answer this one first if you have an answer for it. I don't, I don't know that I have an answer right now. <laughs> My Mariel always gives holiday. us tough ones. <laughs> yes, I know. I wasn't expecting her question. My favorite holiday. It has to be Fourth of July, Independence Day. Um, wow. yeah, and, and if I can elaborate, uh, you know. Um, in, in the United States, um, continental United States, it, it's a very special holiday where people come around and, you know, and, and they they get together to see not just the fireworks. It's a holiday where they get to see their family and their neighbors. And and we sit around and, you know, we, we share stories about all the times that, uh, you know, which uh, show um, it's better. I guess, but but that's my favorite holiday, 4th of July. Actually, uh, Michael, you kind of hit it right on the spot for me too. I, I forgot that that is my favorite holiday. Actually, it's between Memorial Day, Labor Day, and July 4th. I think all three of them being basically, you know, the beginning and kind of the end of summer uh, really, you know, bring it home to me. It's, uh, it's, it's usually a time of year that, uh, as you said, uh, you know, families get together. Each one of these holidays are, are holidays that most people, at least certainly Memorial Day and um, July 4th are, are holidays that the families get together. It's, and it's a different kind of celebration, right, uh, compared to like a Christmas or a Thanksgiving. So it's, it's a celebration that's usually around barbecues and outdoor stuff and uh, fireworks, as you said, and, and things like that. So I really, really, really enjoy those those holidays and uh and i do tend to agree with you i think uh july 4th uh, through the years i've done a lot of special things on july 4th from going to uh to places like new york or uh, visiting my friends in cleveland and watching you know from neighborhood to 
to big city fireworks. It's it's always been a great holiday, and uh, I'm I'm all in, just like you. July fourth, definitely. Great question, Mario. Now I have a question for you, uh, uh, Ruben. Before we move on, it is it Independence Day your favorite holiday? Is it because it's around your birthday or? <laughs> you know, you know, it's it is kind of funny that uh, yes, my birthday is July 9th and it usually kind of works out. So, for example, like this year, July 4th is on Monday and my birthday is on Saturday. So it, it kind of works out for me very well in that I usually just kind of, you know, that week becomes kind of a celebration week for me the entire week. Uh, so yeah, that's there's definitely something to that, uh, and I and I always end up finding a way to do something uh, somewhat special on both days. I'm a huge baseball fan, so I'm probably gonna uh, steal uh, you know steal one of the questions that Marielle eventually will ask us. But um, I'm a huge baseball fan, and you know my second home is Cleveland, Ohio. So I actually end up you know going most of my Julys I spend it up there in Ohio, and I uh, a lot of the times it, it there's baseball games going on on my birthday. So I end up going to the baseball game and like you just said, you know, the whole thing kind of ties together. So I go barbecue on the fourth and then to a baseball game on the seventh or the eighth or the ninth. And, and it's really a lot of fun for me. I love that week. That's a good question, Michael. You got me on that one. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> wow. Is this note that the 4th of July is a very special date for you? <laughs> My favorite holiday, it's New Year's Eve. Having some days off and have fun with friends and family, have some wine and chill until sunrise. Ooh, that's good. Let's get into our topic. Today, we will talk about the Referring Physician Report at this analytics. Michael, can you expand on this topic, please? Sure, not a problem. And, and you picked a great topic. Just, just to let you know, this is one of my favorite reports in, in this analytics, the platform. The physician referring report. This one allows you to know where your studies come from. So all your outside studies that you do, all, all the sonograms, all the x-rays, all the, the CTs and the MRI studies, uh, you get to know exactly who sent them to you. So in a way, it allows you to, to know um, where you need to put more emphasis, uh, you know, the relationship with the physicians or who you need to visit or to thank, you know, and also, I was forgetting about this, and also who to give the, the results back to, you know? Um, this report essentially allows you to have control, not just of the internal operation of, of, of your business, but also the external factors that without it, um, you might have to do a long analysis of, of these referring uh, physicians but you can have it at the tip of your fingers and it would literally take you about three seconds to get it. What, what, what do you think about the report? Now, now you yeah. know that is my favorite, by the way. <laughs> well, yeah, now I know. I didn't know that. So, but, so between the referring physician and, and real time, uh, now I know you've got a couple of favorite things going on here in, in this analytics, but 
Uh, yeah, the this report is actually a very interesting uh, report. I con I consider it to be a very interesting report, and it's it's one of those things that I've also learned through the years how important it can be for the for the customers. Uh, and I'll use a, a case scenario to to explain it rather than than to go into you know the value of itself of it itself. The we have a user and the user was getting this information just straight up from the packs previously. And it, it was taking him a long time to do that. And so, you know, I asked him, well, why is this information important to you? And he's the supervisor of the, of the radiology department. So I didn't think that that would be something that really mattered to him all that much, that much in the sense that, of course, he wants to know what relationships he has and who who's sending him the most stories and things like that. But most of the time, as a supervisor of a of a department like that, you're not really in control. The patient either shows up or they don't, right? You don't. You're not out there uh, talking to the to the doctors, telling them, "Hey, send me more patients" or things like that. In fact, I mean, that's that's not even proper uh, to do. So uh, I was, you know, I asked him, "What? Why is this such an important thing for you to obtain?" Or why are you spending, really the question was, why are you spending so much time trying to get this information uh, from in a manual way from the, directly from the PACs? And he walked me through the, the, the specific scenario and the, the scenario was very cool. Uh, he will get a call and sometimes either on a weekly basis or bi-weekly or monthly, but never more than once a month or never less than once a month, I guess is, is the way to say it. So at least once a month, you'll get a call from the marketing department Okay, because they have a very active department in his hospital uh, that's really interested in relationship building. And so he gets a call at least, you know, once a month, uh, if not more often, asking him for that information. And um, that's where all of a sudden he tells us, hey, you know, how can you make it easier for me to get this? And sure enough, you know, we have access obviously to that data. And we've been able to then uh, give it to him in a way that is uh, both th that that is useful for the marketing department and is quick for him. So a process that was literally taking him a few hours every time that he received the call. So again, just because it was only you know on a weekly basis or a monthly basis, it didn't mean that it would just that he could do it faster. Every, every time he got the call, it would take him a few hours to go through the data and give them the information that they wanted. Whereas nowadays, it's just a matter of running the report and then doing the export. And this is one of the first uh, times that we did the exports feature that uh, we have at uh, this analytics because uh, most programs, most applications that do this uh, kind of information that provide you with, with this analytics of your data have a very hard time exporting it in a, in a way that is useful for you. So this was one of the first times that we did the, the export. And of course, we've, we've improved it even more since because now we can do it both in Excel and PDF and we can send it via email and so on and so forth. We've added new features to that functionality. But uh, it was something that was really meant to address not the need of our end user, which is always very interesting how these things play out. It wasn't the end user that really needed this corrected it was a request that was being made by somebody else. And that end user was the one that was being impacted in a negative way, having to generate uh, that data. And so he was getting pulled from his 
most important duties in order to get an information that obviously was critical for the hospital because it does help them, you know, keep keep their services up and and make you know have the communications and the interactions and the relationships with these physicians that they really want to have. But it wasn't his primary responsibility to do so, and yet you know he was doing it, and now he's doing it in a much easier way. And I can understand why this report then becomes a very favorite of yours, uh, Michael, because you've been on the end user side of these things. And you understand that uh, if your staff is getting distracted with things that are not necessarily their primary purpose, but you know their requirements of of the position, then they're not giving you the the, the uh, performance that you want them uh, to have. And when we are able to give them these things in an easier way, then of course you know you're going to get the performance you want, and the the employee is also going to be very happy about it. So you know the the marketing department is always or constantly. Um, looking for ways to improve the relationship with with external uh, physicians and 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 just like you said, you know it takes a very long time to sit down and 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 go through the data, the raw data yourself. Uh, but with this analytics, I mean all, all this process, not just uh, the physician reporting uh, report that we have, but we have many other reports. And and it just like I said before, it would take you two seconds to just press the right button to filter the information and you will get it. It, it is at the, the reach of your fingertips. That's the power of this analytics. And as you said, you know, the, the marketing department tends to, you know, will definitely want to do the, these things. So um, we've, I asked the, the user, hey, why don't we just give them access to it and let them, you know, kind of grab the information themselves. And he's like, no, 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 that's fine. I'll keep doing it. So there's always... There's always a little bit of, you know, I want to get it done first. I want to make sure that it's validated and, and then I'll send it over to, to the people that are really asking for it. So yeah, the, the ability to do it, like you just said, with a, you know, one or two clicks and, and, you know, and feel fairly confident about the data that's coming out, that's, uh, that's obviously very important to, to that end user and to the, to the resulting uh, uh, person that's going to receive the information in this case being marketing. Wow, thank you guys. I seem to me a very interesting topic. Every day I am more surprised by this analytics. This is a wrap for today. If you are interested in receiving a demo of any of our products or have any question about what we share today, you can contact us at theiss.com or subscribe to our Facebook or Instagram. Thank you all for listening. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes. Goodbye. Yep, and, and you can contact any one of us on our webpage. We've got our emails and we've got our phone numbers. Call us, send us uh, texts and uh, or emails and ask us any questions that you want to have addressed. I know the audience is growing slowly but surely. So uh, as you guys uh, listen to this and you have any questions, regardless of whether it's about the products or about just the, the concepts in general, please uh, please feel free to reach out. So see you all later. Goodbye. Later. <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>